Okay, we have two copies up front. Okay, we're discussing last week uh, the refrigerator shayla with the with the light and the oven with the light, the Tovia's oven and everybody else's refrigerator. Uh, so uh, <laughs> you're famous now. Uh, that's right. We should see the. Uh, so um, so Akiva a few days ago sent me this uh, the truth from Moshe asking me is this. Um, well, you have you had a few questions about it, which I'll show you the truth inside. Uh, there, there are two interesting things about this truva. Um, one is that uh, the very last paragraph I want to read the last paragraph first because it's not part of the Pesach issue there's a general shayla about opening a fridge I want to remind everybody about that most people are mekel but it's a similar shayla the question uh, you don't know the, where the mode is holding is it going to turn on it's not going to turn on so I mentioned last week a Pesach Ratio is a machleg of Kiveger and the Taz the Taz is mekel Kiveger is machmer in the case, uh, one of the cases they're talking about at Seda, where you have a box you want to turn over if you don't know there are flies there. So if there are flies, it'll be a psikration, but you just don't know the metzias. So is that also, like it's not a psikration, because I don't know if it's going to happen? And we say, no, if the flies are there, it's definitely going to happen. So on that shayla, Rabbi Kiveger is machmer, and the taz is mekel. And here, I don't know where the motor is holding, and the industrial refrigerators have a little thing outside where you could tell, if you know what the temperature is set to, you could tell where it's holding. A regular home fridge um, doesn't have that. And so the Mekilim hold that new for, for a Durabonim, if you hold close to electricity, is Durabonim, which is debatable. Chaznish again will hold its Durais of Binyan whenever you're closing a circuit. But if you hold the close electricity, is Durabonim, so it's a Shaila of a Sovikim of Durabonim. And some claim it's Lanichaleh because you don't need the motor to turn on right now, which is a fascinating svar because you sort of want the motor to turn on. So it's, I'm not convinced that's Lanichaleh, but Lamaisa, that's where the mini comes, Lahokom. I say the minute, Gnei Yisrael, most of Machmer. They haven't plugged into, if they have an override Shabbos switch, or um, I don't even know, the Star K uh, refrigerators, they take care of that? And they only take care of it. They take care that it's, it's, uh, it's a random on and off, not, not tied to when you open it. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things. So that's, that's a Milo. It's not Pashit, even though most people grew up being Mekel, it's, it's certainly not a Dover Pashit. So that's what he addresses in the bottom. That's some Psychos of Mekarea, Muta Yeshbaz at Dvarim Harbe, Farachriya Gunov Henkin. Shlitam, still alive then. You should wait till the motor's on, which you, if you listen closely, you can hear, which if you have guests and you're listening and listening, is probably not going to happen. Uh, you know, the things you're waiting for never, uh, same thing with the oven. You should wait till the thing is on if you left something in the oven. Uh, if you can wait, you should. Interesting, Loshan. Why not? Amosha Chuvas that are 20 pages long. What's Ain Lahayah Pesav So I think what it means is uh, I don't want to write too much because I know everybody's make all, so I don't want to be too machmer because we're about to rely on it. Think, I think it's what it means. Otherwise, um, he should say Ain Lahayah Pesav Yeser, Ain Achshav Inyaneinu. He doesn't say that. He says Ain Lahayah Pesav Yeser. I don't want to put anything into writing. So I guess Amosha looked around and he gave Rav Henkin suggestions to be machmer, but. Lamaisa, he knew the meaning was Lahokal. So we don't really know his, his maram is his true feelings. Uh, I don't know what they actually did in the Feinstein home. I can find out if somebody remind me. Um, but, um, but I'd be curious. You can ask me Shiva tomorrow if you want. Um, it's, I wouldn't be surprised if I'd ask Abdav and he said we had an icebox. But I assume at some point they got a fridge. 
right? So Shaila, how early was it? It could be in the uh, the very early years instead of an icebox. Um, icebox you can open up, by the way. Motor doesn't turn on. It does melt the ice, but that's not be a dime. So, uh, so it sounds like for the shuvah, the doesn't want to talk about aksav that they were machmer. But you know, I'll, I'll well, I guess if we can find out the uh, what really happened. Okay, that's his, That's the introduction. Now go back to the top. Our electric goes on when you open it, goes, goes off when you close it. Can't open it. So that's what we said last week. It's nicha. Why? Because the same reason you want light in your fridge in the first place. So it's nicha. Ah, it's not nicha because you don't want to be That's never included in the cheshman. If you opened it, you didn't know. Also, lisker shayvada nichbe, and it's psikreish is going to go out. Afim la nicha lo inami alser kol shkain sheefsha shagam nicha lo. You could tell how old this chuva is. Shol lahafsid mashiyala halachas ar shu musker shein latzer barar. It's definitely la nicha lo because. It's definitely because you don't want the electricity on because it's driving up your electric bill. Tavshin Chavbez. I don't think anybody today would even, I don't know how much, what would it be? A few cents? I can't imagine. One light bulb. I can't imagine how it would drive it up. But uh, when people used to um, work hard and uh, everybody was very poor, that was, uh, so Moshe says, and for sure Nicholay definitely wants to close it. Now, if you have your Shabbos food in there, there's no other food. You can get a guy. Once he's in there, should unscrew the bulb. You might need the fridge later. If you don't need the fridge later, don't ask him to unscrew. Just take everything what you need now and take it out. Now, this is the line that's most surprising to me. Why is this mutter ask a guy? So I would have said it's mutter ask a guy. Because kibui is a malacha du'abana. Because it's a malacha shirisich leguvi. He's not making any pechon with your unscrewed light bulb. And it's a mealacha mana du'abana. So it's just a source of makam sayrach. That's what I would have said. No. No, first of all, it happens to be, we'll get to that in a minute, when you open the door, it is because if you hold it, it's a dove shem, it's got a sick ratio. So it's, it's, it's not usher. Period. You're asking him to unscrew the bulb. Two different things. If you, if you hold it, when you ask the guy to open it, he's just opening it. There's nothing wrong with that. And it happens to be a psikoration of the light bulb is going to go on, which we mentioned last week is a debatable point because maybe it's rigged to work that way. But, uh, but he's going to... Yeah, but it's a Dabashem and Skaven. It's just a psikoration. Well, you always know a psikoration is you know when you drag this 800-pound bench that uh, you're going to rip up the earth. That's, a, that's what psikoration means. So by Yid Psikresha makes it a Dover Miskaven and by Amir Lakam they weren't Machmer. That's, that, that, that's the din. Shailiz, can you make a chilip in a case where it's a Dover Shemizkaven and happens to be a Psikresha or this is a Dover Miskaven? The argument to be made that it's mutter over here is that when you open a fridge, what are you trying to do? Most people are trying to open the fridge to get, in, to get the food. They're not Machaven to open the light bulb. The light bulb happens to open because that's the way it's made. Is that a so that's not the issue. The issue is unscrewing light bulb is a separate malacha. And now you can unscrew it. I would have called that a malacha drabanos. It's a malacha drabanos. So what's the problem? So Amisha doesn't say that. It's the next line. He still holds his mutter, but he has a completely different reason. He said, we can rely. Denigan, <coughs> that's one line. Denigan lahaka latzari gadol. 
which this is if you have no other food. What does that mean? That's what I told you over the phone. That's a very surprising line. My says, you will lie. Remember the Ramah quotes the Balayitr? We even allow Milakam to ask him to do a Malacha the Raisa. Remember, during Hurricane Standy, we, we had all share in this Ramah. Uh, so um, it was Nagaya then to a lot of things. And if somebody's cold, you're allowed to do a Milakam on the Raisa anyway. But the Balayitr quotes that you could do a Malacha the Raisa Milakam on any Malacha the Raisa. So Ramah says, no, we don't really pass like the Balayitr. So it says, Mutashi Shagan Valyam Ezidin, the Mishabur says on the Ramah. It says there were some communities by Shalashudas who relied on it for Shalashudas and Meir because they're sitting in the dark. And it's for Akila and the Acharnim weren't happy with it. So we don't really pass like the Baalitr unless it's really urgent. So Ramesh says, This is really urgent. You got the food there. That's really urgent. So therefore, we rely on the Ramah, Bishem Baalitr, this Ramah that holds you allowed to do Amir Laakum, uh, even for Malacha Daraisa. What I didn't fully follow is well, why is Ramesh considering this a Malacha Daraisa? So, either because he's chesh of shita zaramam, that a malacha translates lugufa is the raisa according to the ramam, who passes like Rabbi Yudah, or he's just saying a malacha translates lugufa on a daraisa is a very high level darabana, and so you sort of have to come on to this ramam. Whatever the trot is, this is very important. If Ramayish holds like this, this is nagel in a lot of other cases. We, we have a lot of Amir Lakam shaylas, and uh, never pass on them yourself. But when you ask a shayla, what's going through my mind, I've got to figure out what's the raisa, what's the rabbana, what's the tzarech. So Amish is saying over here, don't treat the Malacha Shain Lagufa as a Durabanan so quickly. That's what this line means, which is extremely important. I, I didn't get that impression from, from the Sugya, but that's, uh, that's what Amish is assuming. Uh, it, it is a higher level Durabanan, and it might be derisive. I think that's what Amish is saying this. So that, that's an important Chiddush, the Chumr. But he allows it. He allows it. The Maish says, you have another food, then we'll rely on that Ramah. Vapsicha, now Tzaldak addresses your question, and opening the fridge in the first place, even if it's not that urgent, So you see, he considers the, the light bulb going on a sideshow and the opening of the refrigerator, which again, you know, I, I could have been, you know, Mesopic about that. Ramesha doesn't sound too Mesopic. So this, for a short chuva, there are two very interesting chidushim in here. Uh, one one lakula about the Pesach and and one lakumra that uh, we have to come on to the Ramah to allow Mirlachim and Amalachim to raise That's Lagabe adults. Now we get back to the children. That's what we got on to this. Go to your second copy. On page two, footnote number thirty. Velaimer <clears throat> cotton. So now the kid wants a glass of orange juice. So what do you do? Can you tell the child doesn't know the light bulb is on? Can you tell the child to go help himself? So normally, uh, again, Safinia daim is aser. It's an iser to tell him to do something. It's aser whether it's the raisin to abonon. That's the psak of the machaber. But the Rashba brought down the berlocha and Rabbi Kivag earlier holds if it's for the sake of the cotton, then it's mutter. And we sort of paskin that b'shas t'chak, then you could do it. So if the kid will be happy with some snack uh, potato chips, then do that. If he really is kvetching, then there's room to make which he brings down over here. Leimer, number 30, second column. He's going to take out food that he needs or he wants. Again, the want and the need in this sugya is always debatable. Uh, can you be maker with this psak? He wants, uh, he wants ices. What's for dessert? We got seven layer cake 
uh, tangy taffy, and, uh, and chocolate chip cookies. Anything else? So he said, well, you know, uh, this is what we're serving. He says, no, I remember there's ices in the fridge. This goes on in every home. Uh, so, um, so that's a tzarech cut. <laughs> I'm serving seven-layer cake, tangy taffy, and chocolate chip cookies. You don't need the ices. So it's not a tzarech. I would not be my goal to send them to that fridge or that freezer. Actually, the freezer doesn't have a light bulb, depending how it's, uh, you know. But uh, let's say he wants something in the fridge, yeah, jello there. If he starts having a tantrum, so it's still not letzorcha, but lamaisa, if it's age appropriate, if the tantrum is age appropriate, uh, then maybe that's letzorcha. That's why we treat katanam as chaylum, because they start fed. Why is the katanacha? The katanam in this country are very well fed. They want milchiks after fleshiks before six hours, and they're having a fit. They want ice cream. Why is he a chaylum? Because they're out of sorts. If it's age appropriate, if the kid's 12 and a half and he starts uh, having a tantrum about some jello, then um, you have a bigger issue on your hand. Uh, but uh, if it's age appropriate, then, uh, then we consider that a tzara. But if you can talk him out of it, this is not a hetero to use b'shefi. He has to know that it's not going to be v'zgilachinach. If he knows the light's on, then you should be mechanachim not to perhaps the shayla in the rashba. Uh, but if he's really out of sorts, then uh, you don't have to stop him, basically. And you can tell him to do it, according to the Rashba. Some say, even in the Rashba, even if he's Yilachinuch. It's a machlekes itself. So this comes up in various shapes and, uh, and forms. As I mentioned, it's just better to make sure the thing is unscrewed. Somebody told me uh, tonight, you mentioned to me, that uh, what you said, the week you got married, you told your wife that we're unscrewing the light bulb for the next 50 years. So that's a good thing to... Uh, if it doesn't cause a sikhsuch, that's... Uh, what? It actually lasted 27 years. Okay, so this is a school though. You turned to, you, un, you unscrewed the light bulb. 31. Lasses lekatnes a sidder. Next most common shy look, and if you have an air of it, doesn't come up as much. Uh, it says that an air of the kid wants to bring something to shul. So it can range from his favorite sitter to his bag of potato chips. So assuming you're in a makam with no Rishus Rav not Brooklyn, not Manhattan. You live in some rural area without an Erev, and the kid wants the potato chips. And he's a child who's supposed to be going to shul. So L'chaira, carrying the caramel, is the Rabbana, and the potato chips is L'tzar Choy, then it'll be Mutter. Or he needs his favorite sitter, he likes davening davke out of that. Um, or the adult wants him to take it because he needs it, and he also wants to look on. But let's keep it simple. The kid needs it himself. It's considered L'tzar Choy. So then, L'chaira should be Mutter according to the Rashba. Again, only according to the Rashba. It's got to be urgent. He brings a very interesting point. There's a separate problem over here that you can't give into the hands of a guy anything because once you did the Akira, we're worried that, uh, that uh, he's going to bring it out to the Shusarabim and then the Yisrael will do the Akira and the guy's going to do the Anacha. So he did a half a Malacha, which is in his Durabon. So he applies that by a guy and he applies that to the, to the kid. He says, it might be, maybe there's a hetero to give him the potato chips if it's absolutely necessary to give him a sitter, but you shouldn't put it in his hand. Let, he wants another sitter, so the sitter's on the table, take it. Don't put it in his hand. It's a very interesting side point. Yeah. No, no, no. No, Rashba allows Safina be a dime. Certainly when the kid's not a Gidl Chinuch. Yes, you can give it to him. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. If it, that's the only case, because when you're not. Not stopping him. If the kid's not a gilachinach, everybody agrees to the rash, but you don't have to stop him. For the father's. Go to the fridge. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Safina be a daim, you can actually put it in his mouth if it's not a gilachinach. And according to Rashbam, some say even if it's gilachinach, if it's still a tzachach. Um, if, it's, if it's not a gilachinach, you don't have to stop him from doing anything. He wants to play with his truck that makes noise and makes sparks. If it's not a gilachinach, you don't have to, you don't have to stop him. Most parents want to do it because they think the kids are gilachina. Sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. We didn't get to that sugi yet, what the age is. That's going to be, that's going to be a lively sugi. Can you give him an electric game or whatever if he wants to? Uh, no. You can't put it in his hand unless it's not obvious he's going to use it. I'm saying, if he picks it up, you don't have to stop him. So if he's going to be dying, means you're putting it in his hand or his mouth. That you can't do. But if he picks it up, you don't have to take it away. So I'm saying, so we can give him the snack? The so, so in the sugi of Safinim, if you if he really needs it, you want him to lie on the rashba, and it's a malacha d'albani is doing carrying an akamalist, you can hand it to him. But the mission now bring up maybe you can't hand it to him for a different reason because if you hand it to him and then he carries it around and puts it down, you just did an akia. Oh, yeah. There's the two definitions over here. But okay. Al you could do it okay. if you're relying on the rashba, which again is still not pashit and it should really only be used when when necessary. Um, a lot of people don't know this is You, I remember in <laughs> I remember in Brooklyn what. No, only if he really can't sleep, there's no other room, and there's some other shots to and you want to rely on the Rashba, the Mechaber, and maybe the Ramah. If, if we agree to the same way I'm saying, but just keep in mind, I don't want to overplay the Rashba. We don't really, we only postulate the Rashba for the Chak. So you have to, you have seven bedrooms, and, uh, and, and his light happens to be on this room. You know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying you, I'm saying if anybody has, uh, there's usually another option. This Rashba should not be used unless it's uh, unless directed by a physician or a rabbi. Uh, it's uh, no, you can't just um, you you know where does this come up? If you're living in a, a two bedroom apartment with uh, with fourteen kids, then there's no way to send them. Otherwise, let them sleep somewhere else. Matter of fact, most children would be thrilled. You'll tell them you're sleeping in Tati's room. Yeah, but the, the Tati won't be thrilled. I understand. Okay, so uh, okay, so. <laughs> You can find you, you got to think of an eitzah before you jump to the center. That's the uh, that's that's what he's saying. But he's again he's raising a different problem now. Let's see thirty one again. If you give it to the guy and the guy brings it, just puts it down. You did the akira, he did the anocha. I thought this is a very important point. So you, even if you're giving, not, he's not talking about the Yisra Safina. You're being maker like the Rashba, you're telling him he can take a siddha, but don't put the siddha into his hand. Because then if he puts it down somewhere, you're going to be in trouble. And it puts down with Shisarab. Regarding? It's worse for you. Because if he's given a chinuch, he have if it's not a gilachinach, you have it's still worse. Safina bidaim is innocent of the Amir lakam is the worst drabbanu. It's a lot worse. Amir lakam is always better. It's always the first step. Which is why you have uh, uh, somebody is telling me when he lived in Ezestayer, uh, Matzdorf, one of those same area. Uh, they actually hired. They, they, there's no guy in there left. It's all from. They actually hired a guy every Shabbos. He was on duty. He had a little hut outside, and uh, people. You, it's, you know, you have uh, thousands of residents there. The Shabbos going to come up every Shabbos. And they, whoever used them, paid him after Shabbos. That, that's how he got paid after Shabbos, and he was always in use. Yeah.
sending around the guy in certain houses. And he put up a flag and, uh, you know, in certain, he, really? he had like 15 or 20 houses. Like a roof. Where is this? Which neighborhood? Not in Wesley Hills. Well, we're running out of Goyim, so I think we might have to start. Uh... <laughs> okay. Very good. Okay. Uh, you got to put up a flag? One up by land, two up by sea? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah, you got to do a lot of establishments. Yeah, yeah. This is again. This is um, once you know this sugya. This uh, you can't use a you can't overuse a kula. And this is machlei sushanim already. By the way, you have to have a heter. You have to first ask a shayla about a milakam. You got to you got to have a heter from milakam. Also, obviously, I'm assuming yes, your shayla already, and it's a double door bottom makam sayrich something like that. Then you got you still get still better to find the guy. Absolutely. Far. That's what Tuvi's asking. You're asking how far. No, no, that's only for, uh, you're thinking of Tefillah B'tzibur, the Tefillah Sadayim. No, this is a real din. Uh, look, if your kid wants to go to sleep, it's better to get a guy. If you have to walk seven hours to find a guy, the kid's up all night, you haven't accomplished much. You have to weigh what you're accomplishing. Then, uh, you know, you have to, you have to figure out uh, when it becomes the law of diminishing returns. Okay, uh, that is the, uh, that's the last foot that I wanted to do over here. I want to raise, I don't think I have a chance to give this out now. Um, let me raise the next Shiloh and I want to show you uh, a few pages in the Chutzani. Um when a cotton does something as a cotton so on the one hand we have many Makaris uh, anybody before our mitzvah is not a badass it's dinner of a shaita, nothing to discuss on the other hand we have many many rayas that that's not true first of all Chazamed Takana and Saputa he could do business that never so many of him in the street and in the, in the days before social welfare, Yosem was in the street and he had to fend for himself. He had to do business. Okay? He would trade marbles and buy foods or whatever he to, to survive. So he actually made a din that he can do kinyonim, he can do business on the street and they, they put the age uh, seven, eight, nine, whatever it was, way before by mitzvah. Okay, so he says, maybe based in the Hefker, based in the Hefker is not a rai, he has das, right, he has some das. Uh, we have another, we have a Lacham Sinai, that uh, 12-year-old or an 11-year-old girl Makes the Durham, that's Chalmid Daresa, according to many Rishanim. So some level of Das, okay, but that's the year before Bar Mitzvah, Bas Mitzvah. Um, a child who's, we would call them a Baal Seichel. Yeshia Amel, he used to Paskin Dinim when he was eight. Shlom Amel Paskin Dinim when he was 12. Okay, Daresa Rishanim were different. Obviously, they were very exceptional. Uh, the guy started building a Gaelim at some young age, so says the legend. But those are the exceptions. But your average um, 10, 11 year old is pretty sharp. Um, how old are you? How old are you now? Um, 11. 11, okay. So there's one sharp 11-year-old uh, sitting here listening to a complicated shear. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's listening, but he's here. He gets the schar for the... Uh, so um, do we assume that if a child does something wrong, an Avera, quote-unquote, or does damage, does nezek, is there any level of culpability? It's a very important shayla. There's going to be no gather. The Ramah's going to address this at the end of the simon. Uh, it says, Beferish... If they do damage to you, you're never going to collect because they're not chayv. shaita, we understand. Chayvish in those days was like a shaita. A cotton, 11-year-old. 11-year-old knows full well he shouldn't have been playing baseball near your window. And he smashed it. That was, that was already b'shege, but he's not chayv at all. It's not chayv. So it's interesting. The minigaylam is that most people go straight to their parents and ask them to pay up. 
and the parents are not machliv. It happens to be, I always encourage, get the child all the time. It's a neighborly thing to do. Uh, I had a, had a case in, uh, in Flatbush. A guy in the shul uh, comes to me. He was very annoyed. He had a very, I remember his car. He had a very expensive car. I, it was some foreign make, uh, very expensive. Like whatever it costs you to replace a windshield, it cost him like quadruple. Um, and um, he, he, I remember it was on East 8th Street. He went up, drove his car up to the door, ran into a friend's house to get something. As he drove up, he noticed some kids playing stickball in the street. That's very common. Didn't think anything of it. Ran up, came back out like five minutes later. The entire front windshield was smashed to smithereens. And he came to the father, and he was livid, like thousands of dollars of damage. And um, the father looked at him. I knew both parties. The father looked at him, and he said, I'm really sorry, but uh, I'm not going to pay, and I don't have any extra money, so I'd love to do a midas chasidis, but not happening. The guy called me up. He didn't know the din. He called me up. Livid, he says, my, his kid just broke me. He was, not made the mixes, made the His kid broke my windshield. And he told me this crazy thing that the Gemara says, I, I don't have to pay. Uh, can I please call him and set him straight? I said, I'd love to, but he's right. He was kind of shocked. Uh, so he said, well, I can't just get away with that. He said, the minute is everybody pays, he tells me. I said, it happens to be you're right. The minute is many people offer to pay. Usually the people that can afford it. In this case, the guy who can afford it is the guy whose car was smashed. <laughs> and the guy who's never uh, had this kid is the guy who can't afford it. Um, so then he started telling me, no, I really can't afford it. I got the car by Yerusha. <laughs> Conversation got very interesting from there. Um, so he was pleading, everybody's pleading poverty. The din is his potter. I, I always encourage, the finishers of din, it's very good for shalom, shalom bias and, and all those things to pay. But he's potter. Now the kid becomes bar mitzvah. Is there any Indian in making restitution? Very important, Shiloh. Uh, I had a fellow once, believe it or not, who called me. He was in his mid-30s. Uh, very comfortable. And he told me, he has a strange story to tell me. He wants to know. He says, when he used to go to camp, I said, which camp? He said, he's been in whatever camp I can think of he's been in. I said, what does that mean? He says, I was thrown out of every single one. So he says, you name it, I've been there. So I said, What happened? He said he used to have, he used to have uh, activities in the afternoon, different sports. He, had a, he found them all boring. He had a different sport. It was very exciting. He used to take his baseball and picture full-height full street lamps. Very expensive. He was in camp. You know, he was running. It was a big camp. And he used to, it took him quite a few tries each time. And he said, it's amazing. You hit it on the spot. It bursts in midair. It's the whole thing. It was Leibadik. And he smashed many of them. Each one cost thousands and thousands of dollars to replace. Just get the cherry picker to come. It was a mess, and, um, and it took a lot of work. He usually only got one or two per camp until he was asked to um, go somewhere else. And he said the bill must be over 50 grand. Easy. So here he, uh, he, he can finally afford it. And it's been in his mind, does he have to pay it back? One of the more interesting shilas I got in this, okay? Uh, so, um, so just keep that in mind. We're going to discuss it when we get to the Ramah because uh, the Ramah talks about some type of ashava, but some of a dike, you don't have to pay back full value, you just have to make shalom and, and, and get the guy to be merchant you. What? He's a ganav. Yes, a ganav. We call him a little mazik. The ganav is a mazik. I said, How old were you? No, unless the thing is still around. If he still has the watch, then he has to pay it back. If he doesn't have the watch, if he sold it already, and got the money, and went to learn in Eitz Yisrael, and then came back, it's all gone. I assume that's what they do with the money. Shaila is why? What's the makar for that? Intuitively. 
you feel like, hey, he's got to be some, uh, some Indian over here. What's the Indian? If he doesn't have a dinner of Baradas, what's the Indian? That's a very important trailer. We're going to see the lumbus of it, Mitzvah Shem, tomorrow night. We're not going to get to Amar for another few weeks, but it's, part of the, it's an important part of the sugya. Mitzvah Shem will uh, pick it up tomorrow.